Hey, so this is a, another episode of Dumb and Dumbest, uh, the sort of daily podcast that you know and love with uh, me, Matt Bacon, and my co-host, Curtis Dewar. There we go. See, I was hoping you would. I was hoping you would get that. <laughs> At least now you know I was paying attention. Um. So Curtis was paying attention. Yeah. And so yeah. So today we're going to talk about not talking shit on bands who market themselves well, basically. Yeah. Well, sort of. What my thought on it was there. I've I've seen a lot of bands and journalists and other things. They rag on a lot of these bands that are more popular. And in my opinion, I think you should, instead of ragging on them, you should be learning something from them. And I'll be the first person to admit I've ragged on a lot of these bands in the past. But the thing is, is if you're looking to do well in your marketing and your publicity and your sales, you have to be willing to learn from those bands that have done well because they got, they're doing well for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's actually really interesting like, I think Attila is, like, one of the most interesting bands in the world. Me too. And like I hate it, their music. Oh, of course. Their music is horrific. But that's yeah. that's not the point. The point is that they're, they're dumb, and they know it, and they market it very, very well. Well, they're not dumb. They market themselves in a way that they come off dumb because they know who, who they want to market to. Yeah. That's the difference. I mean... Uh, Chris seems like a very intelligent guy when he's out of character. When he's in character, he's, he's an idiot, but he's intentionally being an idiot. It's like Kanye West or Donald Trump, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Well, that's exactly what I'm trying to say. Is like That's part of the appeal, in my eyes, of some of these characters. Is like, you know, Chris Franzak is making more money off of extreme music than possibly anyone in the last, like, 20 years yeah you know because he's um, he has a clear understanding of what his brand is and what his brand means to people yeah exactly you know what i mean and yeah, yeah if, you, if you don't have a clear concept of what your brand means to people why should you expect to get anywhere yeah you shouldn't and i mean sometimes i mean you can go all about artistic integrity and all the rest of that but i mean if you want to do be successful, you generally have to understand marketing and who, who your niche is and who you're trying to sell to. So if you're trying to go after pretentious arty types, keep your market there and don't be going after anything else. But at the same time, you're not going to be getting a, you're not going to be doing as well on the whole as a band like Attila will or Ghost will. Yeah, exactly. And that's, I think, the key is that, you know, I think, it, I think it's easy to be like, oh, well, those guys have no artistic integrity. Sure, but yeah. do you know how hard ghosts hustle? They hustle hard. <laughs> like, it's insane how much ghosts work. Like, mm-hmm. insane. Yeah. Um, like, Tobias Forge is, like, one of the smartest people in the world. Just in terms of his ability to like seriously just manipulate people to get what he wants. Yeah. Like, dude, you can't, you can't not want that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you're trying, if you're trying to make money, if you're not trying to make money, then it's a totally different animal. Then you're just some dude. 
yeah, I mean, you have to have a clear understanding, like, what are you trying to do? Like, if you're trying to make a career out of your music, it's a you have to look at things from a little bit of a different perspective than someone who's just trying to be just an artist. Like, I'm not saying you can't be an artist, but if you're looking for mass market appeal, you have to appeal to the mass market, if that makes sense. Well, it's the same reason that, like, everyone and their brother, like, every band and their brother has a festival these days. Mm-hmm. Right, like you see, uh, who was it? Who like another rapper announced a festival the other day, and it just keeps. That's just how it is, right? Is like, yeah. you know. That being said, also like with rappers announcing festivals and stuff, like this is why it's important to be like on the the brink of culture because I'm certain that like event because a lot of these rappers listen to metal, so I'm certain yeah. that like when Little Uzi there or something, uh, or that other guy, uh, fuck, who did the tour with Code Orange. Yeah, I don't know his name, but yeah, I know oh, who you're talking yeah. about. Like, I'm sure when he gets his festival, Death I guarantee you Deicide's going to play. Yeah. Like, you know, so like like these opportunities aren't, like don't think these opportunities are just for like mainstream people. You yeah. know, like even fucking Bolt Thrower had their own festival or Guarbecue. Like, yeah. and Guarbecue is part of the Guar brand, you know, and, and obviously most bands are not in a position to like put together their own festival and use that as a jumping off point. You know, like that's silly, but they under but those bigger bands understand the importance of kind of contributing to the scene. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you're not contributing to the scene, then you're at least fucking a day to remember. Okay, there we go. That's kind of a metal. I mean, they're like post hardcore, but that's kind of, that's technically a metal band. Yeah, have their own festival who are doing it. Like, yeah, yeah. You got you know, and they do it on a big level. Yeah, and that's just how it is. Like. They they bring something to the table. They're not just entitled or whatever. Yeah. They work their butts off is what they do. Exactly. Work your fucking face off. As the, as Gary V would say. Yes, hail Gary. Um but I, I guess so I guess what that ties into, I guess what we're trying to say is that that's why it doesn't like it never made sense to me to make fun of KISS. Like I appreciate that KISS is like inherently a silly thing and that the point of KISS is not actually music. Yeah. But if you appreciate Kiss as like a experiment in marketing, it's actually kind of cool. It's very cool. Gene Simmons is very, very smart. And he was very, very smart to take on the character he did. I mean, he's not, like, if you ever, like, you can tell he's really not the person that he portrays himself in the media. I mean, he's got, he's married, he's got two kids, you know, but he portrays himself as a sex fiend demon, you know, off stage. I mean, on stage rather, and you know, he, it's a big character for him, and I, I'm I'm sure he's he's got his own quirks and stuff like that. But I mean, in reality, I mean, it's this straight edge Jewish boy, you know, that's turned into this character and made, done really well for himself, you know. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but the thing is that the Jewish music industry type guy who is. You know who 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 is on another level from everyone else is not as good a look as Gene Simmons. Well, exactly. That's the thing that he had to create the character, right? So yeah, because that's what made him successful. But if you would have been like, I'm I'm this school. Te- I think he was a school teacher beforehand. Yeah. You know, he wouldn't have done anywhere near as well, right? Well, yeah. Again, he understands because I think that's the other aspect that kind of like a lot of people I've seen will be like oh, well, such and such a band, like, they're not, you know, they're just doing it to, you know, like, market themselves and sell records. And it's like, a fucking course they are. That's exactly. the entire point. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, like there, like there are bands out there who like who I who I who listen to this podcast and who I know personally who have who make no bones about the fact that our look is specifically set up to sell more units. Well, one thing, one thing specifically, we should talk about like one bubble that was burst on me in the last couple of years is that probably about, in my experience, at least seventy percent of the stoner bands out there don't even smoke weed or have anything to do with with drugs. We did a poll on um, Wave Riders Unite, which is my um, which is my group on Facebook for stoner rock bands, uh, kind of curated by Ripple Music. Yeah. Only I believe forty percent of people smoked weed. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Well, I was surprised at first, but nowadays I'm not because after doing PR for the last couple of years, I'm like, oh, it's actually just a gimmick for them, right? But a lot of people don't realize it. Yeah, I also think that the people who who do it are really committed to the bit. Do the the weed bit? You mean? Yeah. Well, yeah. Like I know, like some mega stoners. Oh yeah. But yeah. also, the thing is that stoners will spend money on anything on on stoner related material that's why a lot of these guys do it too right very much so that's part of the appeal i think is that you're you're delivering into the fantasy yeah you know yeah get the fantasy without having to do the drugs exactly and that's sort of the that that's sort of the thing yeah yeah is that if you're if if you're creating a fantasy like that's that's a large part of, you know, quite frankly, the cigars and the big rings and the V-necks is like, oh, that's someone who like clearly works in the music industry. Like, yeah. that's why that look is a thing, you know, yeah. and then you can tone it to very, like I can tone that look to various, you know, uh, markets, yeah. right? Yeah. So like when I go hang out with like my millionaire hedge fund people, like, I take down the rings and I, you know, but I still have three feet of hair, right? Yeah. So people are like, oh, well, he's a rock guy because I have longer hair than pretty much every metal dude. Yep. You know, but yep. if I need, like, but it was also fun, like, when I was managing Bang, you know, showing up with, like, rings on every fucking finger and, uh, <laughs> you know, and, like, a super tight white shirt that, like, you know. Like that was fun too, because that's a different component. You know, that's a different element of the rock and roll thing. Yeah. And Bang appreciated that. Like Bang appreciated having a guy who looks like a rock manager. Yeah. You know, as as uh, as corny as that might sound, sometimes that sometimes that pays off. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I have no problem admitting that because people who because there are two types of people. There's people who are going to be like wow, what the fuck? And yeah. there's people who are going to be like, oh, no, actually, that makes sense. Yeah, totally. I agree. You know? Um, yeah. So I know we said this was going to be a shorter episode, and yeah. I, think we're, I think we're nearing the 15-minute mark. So, cool. Curtis, do you, what do you want to plug? Um, again, I'm just going to keep tr- plugging the dropout social thing for now. Um, one other thing I do want to actually, actually mention, uh, now that I just kind of briefly thought about it, um, I do have a special going on for the summer. I know I've brought it up in the past. I haven't said anything about it recently, though. I have 15% off three-month packages, only three-month packages until August 31st. So if you're interested in that, hit me up. Uh, but it's only the three-month package. I'm not going to do it for two months. I'm not going to do it for one month. It's only for the three-month package. 
And uh, you can reach me at uh, doerpr at gmail.com or hit me up on Facebook if you're interested in talking about that. Yeah. And right now I'm running a thing where if you want a free hashtag list, you just have to email me. It's literally as easy as that. And I'll shoot it to you. Uh, I have a few other things that I want that I'd like to loop in, but I want to give you a free gift before we talk business. So if you're at all interested, hit me up with that. Otherwise, um, come to Prophecy Fest in Brooklyn. I'll be there hanging out. If any of you are at Psycho Las Vegas, please hit me up. I'm happy to hang out and, and shoot the shit and talk shop with you. And um, yeah, I think that about does her. Yep, any, that's any, it. any final words of wisdom, Mr. Dewar? Nope, that's it. Just uh, like I said, just hit me up if you have any questions and uh, join Job Out Social, and that's all I got. Perfect. Well, I'll talk to you probably tomorrow. Thank you guys so much for listening. Cool. Are we done yet?